Fix the World podcast with Sam and Katie. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fix the World with me, Katie Tracy, and my learned friend, Sam Avery. Hiya, everyone. You're all right, Sam? I'm all right. How are you? I'm all right. I'm bored. Ran out of things to watch on Netflix. You've watched it all, have you? I've comp- yeah, I've watched it all. What streaming services have you got? Have you got any others? Well, do you mean legitimately? Uh, uh, well, Legitimate you, streaming services. You don't have to answer that question if you don't want to. <laughs> um, what do you have access to? I have access to all of it. Okay, all right. Well, there's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah. There's um, a lot of stuff to watch. Currently watching Coronation Street in Russian. Because <laughs> I can. I'm watching this new boxer called The News. You got It's a lot of it. A yeah. lot of episodes and it's all very depressing. The suits uh, never change though, do they? No, all the hairstyles. But the wars get worse as yeah. we get older. The person who goes to work in the wardrobe department of the news just does just sits there and goes, yeah, wear that again. That's <laughs> all they do. I suppose you can't wear something too colourful on the news, can you? You can't wear like a big wacky tie because no. people just think you're not taking it seriously. And the hair and makeup, I don't know. I'd like, like a, I'd like a wacky hairstyle. I like it when, my favourite was Moira Stewart back in the 80s because she had like a, a nice kind of, like a small afro, but it was like it had personality to it, didn't it? Yeah. Not like Hugh Edwards, who's just a... I mean, I can't talk Don't about Don't say nothing about I? Hugh Edwards. Okay, you're He's fine. on my list. Oh, is he? Yeah. Who else is on your list? Um, Can we clarify what l- the list means, by the way? I think I know what you mean. Do you mean the free pass list? That's what I mean. Um, Not necessarily free pass. I don't think I'd get a free pass with you. But he's on me. He's on my list, on my reserved list. Okay. Yeah. Right. And also, would you call him a weird crush? No, he's got a sexy voice, hasn't he? Yeah. And he looks a bit like George Clooney, I think. Yeah, he, he looks like a frowning Clooney. Yeah. He? he looks like he's got a furrowed brow. But uh, I, I've only got one person on my list. And it's um, Barbara from number 27. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's Reese Witherspoon who's on my list. Yeah, doesn't her voice go through yeah? I'd love it to go through me. Oh, yeah. Wow. I, I, do you know what? I love her chin. She's got like a really prominent chin. And yeah. I, I think that's what I like. I don't know. But who, who else is on your list? Oh, you put me on the spot here now. Um, currently, I would say. Oh, do you update it, do you? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. God. Okay. I didn't know. Update it. I thought you had, to, thought you had um, to choose. I'm on the spot now. I can't think <laughs> of anybody. <laughs> it, change, it does change quite regularly. It should change. I like, I like men who seem miserable. <laughs> okay. Like, I used to have a real crush on Alan Hansen because he was so narky. A Roy yeah. Keane. Okay. Yeah. Because he's just like. Just a knock. Some people are knocking and dead funny, though, aren't they? Yeah. I've got a mate called Bob. He's one of my best mates. And me and my other mates call him the most miserable, happy man I've ever met. Because yeah. he's just, he's always moaning. But he's always happy. But he just hides it well. So it's like, he's funny and he's whiny. But he's, he's there's a heart there, you know. He's yeah. a nice fella. But you still talk about him behind his back. And all, isn't all he a time. miserable bastard? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think with me, the reason I, I think I, I've got a deep-seated issue where I just want to win everybody over. So oh, I think okay. the more miserable the man is, the more... And the worst thing is my fella's like the most cheerful person you've ever met in your life. Yeah. I'd love to be one of those people who just says, I don't care what people think of me because deep down I do. And, mm. and I can pretend I don't. But deep down I do. And, and as a comic, you can't win everyone over, can you? But you don't just you can't. Like, care less? What people think, yeah. I definitely care less. And I suppose if everyone hated me, I'd probably enjoy that as well. Which is probably why some of these kind of, like... Well, there's quite a few comics at the moment, isn't there? And, like, well, I suppose any kind of minor celebrity, if they say something controversial, they can often get picked up and turn them cancelled. into, like... Well, they get cancelled or they get turned into, like, a big, massive, like, celebrity for that, like, different yeah. set of people. Celebrity asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Do you say asshole or asshole? I say asshole or a-hole a lot of the time. Arsehole. I don't know. 
I'm gonna. I'm, I might start using that again. I might bring it back. I think it should come back. Yeah. Like Flares did. Yeah, defo. Because a lot of people say asshole, or I just think asshole's more British. I don't say asshole. I say asshole. Asshole. You know, I'm not. Asshole is less offensive than asshole. If you say that to someone, I think. No, they said that on Countdown the other day. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Did it, did it, did it, did it. Arsehole. How many arseholes have you got? Seven. <laughs> I'm shit at that game, you know, I'm really, really bad. Really I think bad. I'm good. And then I start watching it and then Peter, age 14 from Slough, is like, yes, I've got an eight-letter word. And I'm like, oh, you <laughs> little knobhead. <laughs> I've got a four-letter word for you, Peter. Yeah, get a hobby, lad. <laughs> get some mates. Um, talking of mates, I'm still recovering slightly from a hangover from two days ago um, from a stag do that I went to. So, um, if at any point my sentence that I'm trying to complete just dries up and drops off, mm. that's why, just so you know. Because that's I'm, why this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, the other weeks is just, I don't know why, it's just more like Did a... Did you do a, any traditional stag stuff? Not really. It was We're all in our 40s now, so it was kind of like the stag, I spoke to him, I was the best man, I spoke to him, and I still am the best man, I didn't fuck the stag, stag, do, stag, stag, stag do up that much that he's not, I'm not the best man anymore, but... Um, I said, do you want anything? Do you want to like, you know, do you want to go anywhere? Do you want to do any activities? And he was like, no, I just, I just want to drink. I was like, okay, that's fine. Uh, do you want to dress up? Do you want us to tie you to a lamppost? And he's like, no, no, don't want any of that. The only like traditional stag do moment I think was when we were checking into our flat. We booked a party flat, it was called, in town. And as we were going in, there was obviously other stag and hen groups within the building. There was a massive hen group leaving. Yeah, we'd obviously just checked in a few hours before. And, and I opened the door and, and me and the lads all walked in and all these girls came down the steps and they saw us and we saw them and they went, hey! <laughs> and we all went, hey! <laughs> and then we just ignored each other and walked the other, our separate ways and that was it. Well, I went on a hen do and um, it was at the hen's house and they had a stripper for her. Oh, did they? And I mean, like, he at didn't just... He didn't just, like, mince around in a, a thong. He, like, went the full Monty. And I, oh, no. I just felt awkward. Do you mean, like, Everything? Yeah. Oh. I mean, you know, it's very, she had a lot to be proud of, that lad, but... <laughs> it, was t- it, was, it was seven o'clock. It's too early, and if it's in your house, it feels a little bit naughty. Too early? Seven o'clock's no, no time for a nine-inch dick in your face. <laughs> What's a good time? Don't answer that. <laughs> At least after the watershed, surely. What are you saying? Uh, nah, seven o'clock. Send the kids to bed first. Jesus. So the kid, There was no kids there, there by no, the way. There was no kids there. <laughs> but then how old was the stripper? He was 40, well, we quizzed him. Oh, did you? Yeah, when he finished, he had a cup of tea, cup <laughs> sat down. So we quizzed him. How, how did you get to this? And blah, blah, blah. Oh, I did a bit of modelling and blah, blah, blah. And he's 42. Oh, wow. And he had, he had a, I think he said he had a kid. I lost interest and walked away by then, to be honest. It was like <laughs> judges' you... houses. <laughs> you don't want to know a sob story yeah. of a stripper, do you? Well, I, you know, I split it with my wife and I've got no money, so, yeah. uh, but I've got a massive schlong. And then I went, I'm really sorry, but you haven't made it to the life finals. <laughs> <laughs> I always think like strippers, it must be so difficult to to do that job. Not after a while, but the first couple of times, because you just you, you're very very bare, aren't you? If you stop feeling nervous, you should you shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> you do it for the the buzz. You do it for the buzz. You don't do it for the money. You do it for the buzz. <laughs> but like it was in a really well kept garden, mm. lots of shrubbery. It was in a garden. Some nice plants. It was it was it wasn't like it was a. Nice house with a yeah. well-hidden private garden. And, um, you know, the kinds of shrubs I had in that garden were not there for a stripper to 
rub his bum on them, put it that way. <laughs> was it the kind of house where the shrubs cost more than your car? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what music was he dancing to? I did think, he, did, did I think he it was, you own? know what, I think it was Leave Your Hat On. It might have been. <laughs> I wasn't really paying attention to the music, I was too busy trying to, you know that meme of Homer Simpson merging into the bushes behind him? Yeah, That's what I was yeah. trying to do. <laughs> trying to get, to get away. away. And then, and then he, he took, I don't know if it was his belt or his tie, and he come and put it round my neck. Oh, no. And I just went, no, thank you. <laughs> I don't want that. I had a stripper I'm once. All right, thanks. For I had that. a stripper once take my glasses off. This was my friend Stag doing London, and we'd booked a strip strippergram for him, and he didn't want anything like that. But we booked it and we paid for it, so we were making sure he got it. But we had to sort of drag him across the city of London to this like specific bar where the stripper was meeting us. She comes in dressed as a police woman. This sounds like a Guy Ritchie film. I don't know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. across London. Yeah. You are going to see that stripper. <laughs> the stripper. <laughs> you get there, the stripper's just this like old fella and he's got that name because he kills people by making them drink pink stripper. <laughs> we're taking him to see the stripper. And uh, she comes in and she's, she's doing her stuff and she takes my glasses off. Even though, you know, I'm not involved. I'm trying to stay in the corner. She takes my glasses off, rubs them in her nethers and puts them back on me face. Well, she might have been the stripper who used to go on in the pub by ours. Maybe. Because she did that to my friends. <laughs> Nobody paid attention. It was on a tea time every Saturday, a tea time. <laughs> the stripper would be on. And all the old fellas would go, her undies are dead, dead old, dead, 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 cheap. She looks cheap. And people would be sat there just reading the echo while she danced. The echo oh, with the logo. No. And um, anyway, my friends were sat there with his mates. Trying not to pay attention to the stripper. And she went over and like, sexily took his glasses off. <laughs> as an easy, and she put them, whoop. Oh, and then took them out again and gave him the back. <laughs> and he was like, what am I meant to do with these now? Yeah. I, I had to give mine a vigorous clean mm. uh, with, with the wipes that I had with me. I didn't have baby wipes with me. That, that would suggest that I go to strippers all the time. But or take baby wipes out for yourself all the time. <laughs> you never know. You never know. <laughs> but to get ignored as a stripper must be really soul-destroying because we've both done comedy gigs where the gig's not set up right and you're getting ignored. But at mm. least you can play to like whoever. But as a stripper, you're thinking... If everyone's not looking, I'm not. I'm not getting it out. That's that's a rule I live by. Yeah, it's your own time you're wasting <laughs> <laughs> reading your horoscope. Don't make me put make... your newspaper down and look at this. You'll have to stay behind at the end, sir. <laughs> uh, Get off the fruit machine, you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to press a button with this thing? It's me lucky one. Uh, so anyway, welcome to Fix the World, folks. We're, we're going to be fixing something this week. And this week, very timely, we're going to be fixing the Olympics. The Olympics, which is coming up soon. Yeah. So, so are you uh, are you a fan of the Olympics? <sighs> yeah, I yeah. am, you know. I always watch it when it's on. But there's certain sports that I go, I'm going to watch this. And there's certain sports I think, fuck that, no. Yeah, yeah I know. And it's going to be interesting this year because there's no fans in. Yeah. And how are they going to make the javelin exciting with silence? Or how's the long jumper going to do that? And there's no crowd to join Who's going to throw the 100 metres winner, the flag, to put down the shoulders? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Nobody. Yeah. The whole thing's a disaster. Uh, but I have enjoyed the, the Olympics, like, in the past. I never look forward to it, but when it's on, I'll give it a good watch, and I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll really enjoy it. Give it a good it. watch. I'll give it a co- I'm not just going to watch it, I'm yeah. going to give it a good watch. When I say good watch, I'll watch the, I'll watch the highlights at half seven, <laughs> and I would never watch it live, um, unless... I, I remember, where was the one in... Was it 1998 or 2002? Or what year was it? 2000 it would have been? Was it in China in 2000? Does that sound right? No, wasn't that in Athens? 2008? Oh, anyway, it was when I was much, much younger. was in China. That was in Beijing. Yeah. I was uh, at at my friend's house and we were just basically stoned 
watching the gymnastics live, just waiting for someone to fall over. She's flying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just said, if someone falls over, I'm gonna I'm gonna die laughing. And someone yeah. fell over, and I, I nearly died laughing. So I do like the gym. I like the I like the um, the high jeopardy things, like the beam. Yeah. And the the, the parallel bars. I love that. Yeah. Because I just think. No, I'd never do that. It's the smallest mistake means failure, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. four years or, or longer is being wasted in your life, which I just, that's the pressure and the jeopardy that, that is put on these events. You can't believe the amount of training that goes into this one little moment. No. It's incredible. I did, f- I did gymnastics in school in the infants, but then I got too tall. Right. But I got, I got a badge for doing the backward roll. <laughs> backward roll? <laughs> is that an Olympic sport? Yeah. And now, representing and now- Great Britain... In the backward roll. <laughs> Representing women in their 40s. In the drunken cartwheel. It's <laughs> oh, I do them. <laughs> I can still do them. And here she comes. She's up. She's showing her knickers. She's, <laughs> she's fallen on her head. That's extra points. She's in a bush. But then I still go like that. <laughs> at the end. That's what I like when they come off the, the what is it, the trampet or the horse. or the, I don't know the names of these things. The big gymnast thing where they do a big jump, they land. And even to the layman, they've clearly fucked it up. But then they're still going to stand up and go... Uh, but the, the heart's not in it. Do it with style. Yeah, but you got yeah. I always think if you're gonna be the worst, you might as well be the absolute worst. If you're gonna fuck up, you might as well really fuck up because people will remember that. Like Eddie the Eagle Edwards. Yeah. He got a film made ab- about him, and he was he was crap, wasn't he? A film made about a man who did the ski jump on telly once, and then went back to be a painter and decorator and a minor celebrity. Yeah, he, he, I mean, he does the after dinner circuit now, doesn't he? He does quite quite well out of it, I think. Yeah. If if you were going to be in the Olympics, what would your sport be? Like, if you had to go, if you had to go into the the Tokyo Games coming up, what would your sport be? Um, probably like one of the the sports that people like, like the diving or um, pole vault. Even though that that's that, not going to happen now, that looks really scary. The pole. Know, it seems like a laugh. <laughs> it's like the kind of thing you you and your mates dare each other to do. It's like what someone does by accident once. I think a lot of these sports were probably made up by accident. Like when you used to go see your mates, I bet you can't run across that dual carriageway in three leaps <laughs> while at rush hour. I bet you can't throw this dart over this house and catch it on the other side <laughs> yeah. by running through the kitchen. But the certain sports, like what when they go, oh yeah, someone's going to do the eighty thousand meters, and I'm like, please, please, no. <laughs> that's that's like a good few hours of just watching skinny men with no asses, and and very skinny people just look uncomfortable and in pain, yeah, sweating for ages. Well, it looks that's like not s- entertainment. It looks like someone's opened a refugee camp and say, just just go for it. And they're all just legging it because yeah. they all look malnourished and, and unhappy. I know. Or then they'll go, no, we've got the steeplechase next. And you know that someone's gone, how can we make the 10,000 metres a bit more showbiz? Let's put a water jump in. Yeah. Sorry, that doesn't cut it for me. Why stop I want there? someone with a pistol or like someone throwing throwing stars at them. Yeah. Let's make, let's raise the stakes. That shining uh, like laser pens in their eyes. Jumping over three foot of water, I can do that. It's not, and it's just a big no. puddle. No, I think probably my sport would be the hurdles. Hurdles is good. Dead hard to do. I remember trying that in school. Dead hard to mm. do. If you get your rhythm wrong, you're all over the place and then you start twatting into things. Yeah. Do you remember... Was it was there an Olympics in Spain? Barcelona. Barcelona, that yeah. was it. But of course the song. Um I thought you were gonna sing it then. I was, and then I thought the YouTube algorithm might not like it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write it, despite the rumours. There was a guy it, like the there being a day of rain rain delays 
and there was a guy just ran on from the crowd and started doing the 100 metres, but he was dead fat and he was about 50. And there'd been nothing to watch all day, so everyone started getting into it, going, go on, yeah. go on. Maybe it was the hurdles, actually, and he jumps and he jumps and he's nearly fallen. And right at the end, as the stewards are about to grab him and take him off and probably shoot him around the back, around the back he does the, the little bends that they do, you know, at the end of the thing to get to get over the line, and everyone goes, yes! <laughs> and that's one of my favourite Olympic moments. Well, see, this is how I would fix the Olympics, quite frankly. I would split it into categories. Okay. So I'd have the Olympics for the drug sheets. Yeah. They should have their own Olympics. I would watch that. I would watch that. It would be awesome. Like, take as much, what's it called? Methadrone, whatever it's called. <laughs> making up drugs. Isn't methadrone meow meow? Isn't that like a Is recreational it? drug? But instead of giving them, like, performance enhancing drugs, give them, like, LSD. Party see drugs. See how with that. Yeah. Like, like, perform well on performance enhancing drugs. But let's see how you are on Ket. Unbelievable time for someone who's just snorted 40 pounds of beak. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'd like that. That would be amazing. To watch someone do like... Give the hurdlers a space cake and set them off. <laughs> see how they get on. <laughs> to watch someone stone do the decathlon would be amazing because there's so much diversity in, the, in yeah. that sport like to do. You'd just be all over the place. What what other categories would you have? Like, like drug the, the cheats? Drug cheats. Athletes who don't take drugs, which that would probably be a very small Olympics. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I'd have, this is my favourite, I'd have an Olympics for people who like did an X Factor. I'm all, I'm all about this like inclusivity. So people who are an athlete. Just let anyone just in. Just say, do you want to apply to do to 200 metres? If you've, you don't even have to have run before. Let's put you up against like them, 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 them. That's normal people who've never trained. I'd love that. Especially let's, let's see who wins. If people didn't even have the proper running gear. You know, like when someone turns up for five or seven for the first time and they've got like running shoes on, yeah. they haven't got the right like, gear on. We've got the employees of Carphone Warehouse doing the 100 meter sprint. <laughs> we've Imagine, got, I'd love that. We've got Edna, who's uh, our oldest competitor today at 104. <laughs> She's on a Zimmer frame. <laughs> She's in the 100 meters breaststroke. <laughs> <laughs> I would enjoy that Olympics. Bring real people in. I think I, I'd definitely watch that. You'd definitely get a, a, a bigger, diverse audience, wouldn't you? But I, I always think. think that about golf. I'd much rather they televised crazy golf than normal golf. <laughs> I think you've got to call it mental health golf now, haven't you? Oh, I don't think oh you can God, call yeah, it crazy yeah. golf. You've mm. got to poor, poor mental health golf. Yeah, poor mental uh, health golf. <laughs> <laughs> not catchy, that. I, I would um, be very interested to know if, because the Special Olympics and the uh, Paralympics have, have got loads of coverage over the over Are they two years. separate Olympics now? I thought they were the same, but I think they are different. I don't know. I, the Paralympic is for people with disabilities, and the Special Olympics, I don't know what the... the difference is there that's a fucking logistical nightmare doing the Paralympics because you've got like the 100 metre sprints for people with one arm the 100 metre sprint for people oh. with, with the other arm missing the 100 metre sprint I'm no disrespect to your disabled athletes but can you imagine organising all them races the spreadsheets would be a nightmare Ooh. they should they should get a medal whoever, whoever designs it should get a medal exactly because I thought you could just have people who were like you know so and so's got a club foot this fella's got ADHD and then they're in the same race, but they're not. Yeah. They're just completely. But then you'll have like a blind athlete running against an athlete with one, with an ase- a prosthetic leg, and you're like, well, that doesn't. That's that, not fair. That's still not um, a fair competition. <laughs> the, the blind fella's just going the wrong way. Well, it's just run run the partially sighted or the the, the, what, the, the sight impaired. Yeah. This Visually, God, aren't we woke? The, oh, so woke. So to so use them, use them. <laughs> use use that law. Run them. Run them. Why am I talking about them? I think <laughs> force them to do it. Shut and if up, they don't Kate. want to do it, make them earn the disability benefits. Mm. That's what I say, <laughs> uh, in in an ironic sense. 
I don't but know. That I must to. be hard arranging that because like it's not just one one hundred meters sprint, is it? And then now because of sexual politics, can they have the men's race? Can they have the why is is there going to be a, a non cis version uh, of a race? Uh, yeah. That is going to have to come at some point. We're going to have to get the biggest Excel spreadsheet ever to just to to take care of that. But do they do that for dogs? Do they have like a special Olympics for dogs? Like, does Crufts have like a disabled section? Because they should do. They should oh. have, have a dog with three legs or a dog who's got like worms or something? Or I don't know if that provides any yeah, like I competition. I think Crufts is more like. It's thoroughbreds, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's a very elitist sport. Maybe we can cover Crufts in more detail because. I mean, we clearly know a lot about it. We seem to, we seem to be <laughs> experts <laughs> on a lot of things. <laughs> Listen, we've never said we're, we're experts, we're but we're just having a go. And for Trying that, to fix things, and I, I, I think my fix of the Olympics is, is a good one. Um, my fix was similar to yours, which was about just letting anyone have a go and just, just like having mm-hmm. a free-for-all. Because I do think that would be fun, because I do like watching stuff like uh, Hole in the Wall, uh, Gladiators. Gladiators was the you know, one. And, and that... To wipe out, but then no, then people who competed against gladiators were little gym heads, weren't well, they? Well, they were, but like hole in the wall, wasn't you? Just got bell ends on no, there, you didn't just you? get thrown in a silver yeah. spandex suit and yeah. thrown into some polystyrene. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's cracking Saturday night television, so yeah. you could have an Olympic thing like that, but no, because if they did like an open call, I remember watching this. This I like sports films, I don't know why, but like it doesn't matter what the sport is, I always find they're usually a true story, yeah, and they always make me like cry. But there was one about this, same. Um, American football team. I want to say, oh, somebody Eagles, Philadelphia Eagles. Right, that's right. And it right. was this this player in like the the seventies or eighties, and he was like, he was just weird because he didn't get in the draft and whatever. And he get, he goes this open call, like an X factor for for American football, and he he ends up getting in the, the first team of the Philadelphia, and he's o- older, like he's in his like late twenties, and he gets in the team, and he ended up in like the NFL Hall of Fame. Wow. And at the end, I was just like. This in is bits. amazing. This is what they should do with all sports. Every couple of years, every elite team should go, right, get down to Bootle Stadium, nine o'clock Saturday, we're going to have a tryout. Just, well, there must be some real gems in any industry that just are untapped and undiscovered. Mm. Because it's not, about, it's not about being good at something purely. It's about wanting to do it, first of all. And also, a lot of the people who succeed in certain fields are just the people who've worked hard worked harder than other people who, who really want to do that. Some of the some of the most talented people I've ever met don't want to do the thing that they're talented at. You know when you meet somebody who can like really... Like Michael Owen, he never wants to be a footballer. I, I don't think he did, did he? No. But people who can really sing, like people who can really sing and don't sing, I, I, Why annoys don't me. sing? Because I can't sing and I always sing. Yeah? And I annoy myself because I'm so bad. So if you can sing... Sing? Sing, don't baby. Sing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would like to do um, for future Olympics is work out where the next Olympics is and try and write a song with that city name in so that they, they use it in the, the, all the coverage and I, get, I make loads of money. Yeah. Or give all the athletes like 50 quid each and go, right, you've got a year to get there. Make your own way. <laughs> and we'll film that. See how fir- you get on. If you make it, you can run. First one there, get a medal. Mm-hmm. We've got loads in the back. Let's not mollycoddle these athletes. Because, as you say, I think some sports, you co- you, you've got to train. You've got to learn the process. You've got to learn the skills. Like, for instance, I think that about martial arts. That's not something you can just go, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna try to do this. So I'll probably be brilliant at it. <laughs> Whereas I could go, 
I'm going to try golf and then I could go to golf and be like Happy Gilmore and I've just got it. Yeah. And it doesn't take a lot of, because there's some sports that are like that. And I give you an example. So two of my cousins who lived in Brighton, both big lads, um, played rugby for like the local region, whatever. And before uh, the London Olympics, the, the British Olympic Committee were looking for athletic, tall, young people. Aren't we all? <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> I'm always on. I should work for them. Um, so they went, and um, my two cousins got asked if they wanted to try out for the British rowing team. Oh. And they were like, well, we've never been in a rowing boat in our life, but, you know, we'll give it a whirl. And one of my cousins got down to, like, the final 20. Wow. He'd never rowed a boat in his life, but it, there's no real... Um, um, you might, Swansea might correct me here, but I don't think there's any real skill in rowing in tandem with a group of similarly fit people. As long as you can just like follow the one-two yeah. instruction and do that with your arms a bit. I mean, it helps if you're athletic. But that's, yeah. I mean, some, score, some sports are just... It's like that girl who did the Winter Olympics and she's like, oh, yeah, I can't do this sport anymore because I keep losing. I'm going to try the luge. Well, OK, I'll jump on a tray and I'll go down a hill in the snow and maybe I'll try the luge next time. It's not. It's not hard. Uh, who was it who had the stand up? It might have been Jerry Seinfeld had this stand up saying the lose just like it, you could get, you would get the same score whether you meant to do it or not. Yeah. Like you could accidentally do it and and win. Like, yeah. You know, just there was like a great fall quote down. and I can't remember what sport it was about. It might not have been about a sport, but it, it, they said it's it's um it's that's was it I know ignore me. It was something that was fallen with style, and I don't uh, know whether yeah. that was like yeah ice skating or something like that. Some of them like yeah because they. I suppose you just have to have the balls to do it, haven't you? Like mm. the luge, you've got to have the balls to go down. Like the the ski jump is like, looks terrifying to me. Like I wouldn't want to do that. But if you, you know, if you do it, if you're the kind of person who chooses to do it, you're already probably ahead of like 99% yeah, of the population. Yeah, but you're also a little tiny bit stupid because one false move and you're dead. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it myself. I wouldn't risk to get an Olympic medal. No, I met a guy, an Olympian. Have you ever met an Olympian? I haven't. I met an Olympian once. And I can't remember his name, and I can't remember what he was an Olympian for, but he came to my Cub what? Scout group. I mean, he could have been a paedophile. He, he was in that the bushes. Seems, that does not seem legit. He didn't have any trousers on. <laughs> and he said, do you want to see me medal? Do you want to see me medal? <laughs> was it bronze? It was <laughs> It was bronze by the end of it. <laughs> no, he, he, he was legit. He came, and there was adults there, and it was all, it was all you know, he, he was, he, was uh, he, <laughs> he wasn't on the register. Well, he wasn't then. I can't remember his name, so this is not slander. But he did work. In, uh, I think it was NatWest Bank. He worked in NatWest Bank, and he came to our Cub Scouts, and uh, I asked him for an autograph. I think he'd done like sh- one of the shooting ones, oh, like archery or see. very middle class, you know. Um, and I got for? I got his autograph, and he, he signed this thing. I still got it somewhere. I don't know where it is. Probably in my mum's loft. And uh, I said, "Oh, how much is that?" And he said, "Oh, no, it's free." I don't know why, as an eight-year-old, I was so scarred. Why did you have to monetize already, it? I thought already you had to pay for these little autographs. Aww. People don't get autographs anymore. It's all about selfies, isn't it? But mm. um, yeah, that that you know that was a nice moment at, at the time. Oh and no! I tell you what, I didn't meet him like face to face, but he was in our school. Brian Jacks, who was oh yeah, he had his own computer game. Some kinds of like Brian Jacks superstar person. challenge was used he to be judo. I think he was all all singing or dancing. When he's a bit of a like a. I mean, he was at, he was at a loss in our school. <laughs> Martial arts were not top of the hip parade with no. hobbies where I was from. Not back in the day. No. MMA is very popular nowadays, but 
But yeah, he was a bit of a big name. He had his own TV show for Is a while. Is MMA in the Olympics? No, it's not. I'll imagine. No. But like judo is. I think my cousin tried to get in the in the, the judo team for like the, the Olympics years ago. But And he was brilliant. But it is very hard, isn't it? I suppose. I just think, get a proper job. There's someone who's... A, as a comedian, I just think, get a proper job. <laughs> get something that, you know, get a, get a trade. Yeah, get a trade behind Get it. a trade to fall back on. Stop throwing that hammer. Stop throwing shit and use... What are you yeah, getting out of it? Stop throwing a hammer. You used to put some nails in. I always think as well, when we did athletics in school, because our school was, like, big into athletics, but it was always, like, the one who was shit at everybody else. They'd get shit at everything else. And they'd go, yeah, you throw that shot put. Yeah. You throw that hammer. And you'd be like, not me, because I, I, I wouldn't have done it. I was like, I'm not doing. I'm not doing the shop. It's not ladylike. It's no, not, it's not. It's not. I want. I want a jazzy sport. Yeah. I want to. I'm doing the high jump. Please give me the pom pom. But they thing. always give the like the the shop and, and the hammer to like the ones who were crap at everything else. Yeah, must be nice if you find that. But you're so good if at you that become though. the best at the sport that you only did because you were shit at running. <laughs> Yeah, it's not a great origin story, is it's it? Not a great origin shit story. Everything else. They won't make a film out of that person's <clears> life. <throat> <laughs> the boy who failed maths. And then Winter Olympics, please. Yeah, what, what about a Spring Olympics, Autumn Olympics? Yeah. Christmas Olympics. Everyone dresses up as Santa, it's like the Santa Dash. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Are our, our, our alarms going off? Our alarms going off. Set an alarm so we that we... said too much. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just uh, turn that off because it's going to keep going on. <clears throat> oh, so, do you think we've fixed the Olympics? I think, yeah. I think our, our new version of the Olympics, an open call, an open casting call to non-athletes, Olympics 1. Olympics 2, for people who've trained all their lives, fair dues, you deserve your moment. Olympics today is the one. It's the one we'll all be tuning in. The party drug Olympics. And yeah. just have all the dealers interview them as well afterwards. Yeah. You know. Instead of the coaches. Yeah. Put a lot of work in there, he has. Yeah. Honest to God. <laughs> Spent a lot of money. A lot of that stuff was up my ass all the way here. <laughs> and he's done well there. Because it, it, it didn't really smell very nice. I got all the way to Tokyo without, without the help of <laughs> some customs officials in the know. <laughs> So if you're um, if you're watching the Olympics and you think of any ways to fix it, please please get in touch and let us know. Yeah. Or if you'd like us to fix anything. And we might anything, revisit it after the Olympics and maybe, do a recap. Maybe we should. Maybe we should train for something. Mm. Maybe not. No. But uh, I'll be watching some of it. I hope. And if you can think of anything else that we want that you want us to fix, get in touch and let us know. Please do. And in the meantime, we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. <laughs>